March 16, 2019, it's a lot for Pedro Show.
Why for Pedro show. Uh, happy da- day after the Ides of March. Took down Caesar. Took down rock action. Scotty Sutton. Love the man. And uh, thinking about him and doing a boat ride in Sydney Harbor. Brother Matt's not here. He's uh, unavailable. But I'm not man alone because the wonders of Skype, those engineers in Estonia, I got with me <laughs> Christian and Mitch of Low Life out there in Sydney. Welcome aboard, guys. Thanks, Mike. Hey, Mike. Yeah. Uh, we uh, start off the show with John Coltrane doing Big Nick and then Low Life from the brand new record, Lad Life. <laughs> Which uh, I, th- I loved it. Lad. <laughs> Uh, we had this Oingo Boingo band. They had a, uh, they're kind of new wave, you know, years ago. Oh, was that guy? Uh, yeah, Kim Gordon. He used to be with him before Thurston. Only a lad. It was Oingo Boingo. That was it called. Only a lad. So oh. this is the, only the second time I've heard this word used in a song. <laughs> so we, it's, uh, it's a yeah, great we thing. Gave Gordon, we gave Kim Gordon a shout out the other night. Did you? <laughs> in between it. Yeah, we we like. <laughs> I, I was you know like a, that that show was you know there was lots of in Sydney. There's just a lot of cops and security guards, and they all come on stage, and it turns into a bit of us against them. And um, halfway through the this the set, I said, oh, "This is a little bit of the kind of Western civilization right now." <laughs> <laughs> you talk about that movie. Yeah, we loved that one, and I I gave uh, John Doe an X scene and Derby Crash, Johnny Thunders. <laughs> Kim Gordon, all the all the heroes. Are I can tell out. you, yeah. there's a dirty secret about that. When X is playing, they actually filmed it at Club 88, but they took the crowd scenes from the Fleetwood, so they could get the oh, po- no. yeah, so they could get the slamming instead of the Pogoing, because Pogoing was a couple years before, right? Sid Vicious and Slamming was the new uh, like the back of the Circle Jerk record guy, right? Kerry drew this uh, kind of. Uh, iconic cat uh, slamming right uh, Pogo's up and down and slamming's port to starboard you know so anyway so so there's some uh, property rights issues (laughs) Uh, so uh, yeah the the girls tend to flee and uh, yeah boys take the shirts off and start going at it but uh, that's okay at least that's the crowd with the crowd when you got the ombre coming on and, and playing authority that's yeah Oh, so bad. Yeah. So, um, look, look, let's go way back, guys. Who wants to go first? Christian? Mitch? Go for it, man. Me? Yeah, yeah, I'll go. Yep. This Mitch? Yep. So, your earliest, you to... Mitch, your earliest musical recollection. All right, so there's two, right? Um, one of them uh, was my mom was an Irish dancing champion. Wow. Uh, Respect. Yeah, Australian, Australian champion twice. And uh, she used to teach Irish dancing in this creepy memorial hall that in this, this little town I lived in. And um, she used to play like, uh, I think it was at the time where um, that river dance shit came out. <laughs> With the, the hands it, behind the yeah, back. Yeah, all that. Yeah, and, it, and so that used to torture me a bit. But like the first kind of, um, so, the, you know, bagpipes were, were a big uh I guess a, a a big kind of thing, which which ended up they used to have this big Scottish festival um, in this tiny town I lived in, and it, there was only a thousand people in this place, but they would have three hundred thousand people come, 
and uh, play bagpipes for two days straight. So I'm a little traumatized by that. <laughs> so, and, but yeah. at least you still call it music. You know, some people would call it crazy noise. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a mix. There's Australia. Yeah. There's Ireland. There's Scotland. Yeah. What's the name oh, of this town? Uh, absolutely, but um, what's the name the, of this town? Bundanoon. Bundanoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a trippy and, um, name. Had the highest suicide rate per capita in the Southern Hemisphere. Still does. Um, yeah, I think uh, maritime in Canada is in the north. Right. Okay. It's good to know this stuff. You know, yeah. avoid- Korea's got a real high one too. I was reading. What's that? Korea. Yeah, south. Right. South. The Republic. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I think maybe a lot of pressure to succeed. Maybe you know, take the yeah. tests and this kind of shit. Yeah, you know they wanted to catch up real fast after the, the horrible wars, and yeah, that's it. And it, the the second the second one is just um, the first CD I ever bought was um, Run DMC, Tougher Than Leather. Oh yeah, and I remember I, that one. Yeah, and I bought that at um, well, it's at it, St Mary's Sanity, which is um, an area Christians from. But what about you, Christian? What was your? I'd say it's I'm. Um, bit older and it's kind of hard to remember exactly but i remember my my mum and well it's a recollection so there's there can't be a wrong answer right (laughs) it's like what's your favorite color (laughs) there's no wrong answer blue you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong (laughs) no remember the monty python movie they got across (laughs) this canyon and he asked him his favorite color and the dude he fucks up blue no brown (laughs) ah you throw him into the fucking canyon. <laughs> anyway, what, what what is it, Christian? Yeah, like mum and dad used to listen to records a lot at home, but dad was a bit of a like Elvis tragic and would just always play like Elvis records, and that kind of scarred me for a long time. It okay, took me a long time. so it's bagpipes and Elvis. Bagpipes and Elvis yeah, are a big yeah. formative uh, drama for low life. Okay, uh, 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 Mitch. So yeah. your mom was a dancer, but she didn't make music. No, she didn't. Um, was there any instruments in the house? Not really. There was no real kind of apart from the Irish dancing. There was no real interest in much, really. Okay. Um, I mean, there was a lot of interest in kind of um, internal destruction. Yeah. But, okay, uh, that's great. What, what about yeah, at school? Were you in the band or the choir or the marching uh, band or that shit? I'm just trying to think. Uh, school? No, there wasn't really anything like that. No music like, program. Yeah, it's a lot like that over here now too. What about oh, you, Christian? It? Did you do any music at school? No, I try. I can remember when I was in like about grade two or something, like trying to join a some kind of choir situation. They didn't. It, it wasn't really a big thing like in school here, but I went and did a tryout thing for it, and I got basically sung like three notes or something and told no you got tossed <laughs> you got the hook <laughs> hey it happened to me but it took 10 weeks and it was clarinet <laughs> and the teacher was mr luna which means like moon in spanish right and he says mr watt you know you try hard but you should stop wasting your time and my time and he looks at the class our time <laughs> So I was, you know, I must have been twelve years old, seventh grade, and I was just—I str- never took another music thing again. 
but I, I'm just curious, you know, because everybody's got their own journey through music. So what about the thing like after school in the basement or the bedroom or the garage, that kind of thing with buddies? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, um, my I, I worked at McDonald's, right? Yeah. And um, there was uh, the area that I was from. It was around the time. It was just after all the Ivan Milat serial killing. And the, and the McDonald's that I worked was out near the Belangolo Forest. So, um, but it was like this big kind of uh, transient McDonald's where all these people would turn up. And I worked, I worked there for, I mean, it took me ages, but I bought a drum kit. Yeah. Eventually, and um, and yeah, like I, but it, again, there was in that at that time for me in that area, there was just no one else who was really into music or really into like um or if they were it wasn't music i was into you know what i mean sure so, sure what, what made you think of drums um i don't know i just i thought at the time i thought it would be a good one to start with because i wouldn't have had, had to take any classes that was more primitive you know like sure, I could sure. maybe learn on my own maybe sure you know? yeah. so you um, didn't take lessons no no i just kind of um I used the first drum beat. Well, there's you know you do your first like kind of four four right, mm -hmm. and then the sec the second beat I learned we I call the year eight beat. Like <laughs> it was like I don't know what the the middle school beat maybe it's like the the next one you learn and it's it's like the Stone Roses kind of the Stone Roses beat. Um, I remember that. You still pull that all the time. I still do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, George Hurley from the Minuteman, the way he learned, he taught himself. What he did, he bought the Who Happy Jack record. And uh, Billy Cobham, Spectrum, a fusion guy in the 70s. And uh, right. they got some headphones and just played to death those two records over and over, you know, jamming with it. Where he used yeah, to make sur really surfboards. He gave up the surfboard <laughs> shit and, and traded for drums. Yeah. And he taught himself. And that very unique, you know, the uh, Keith Moon yeah. and Billy Cobham mixture. Yeah, very strange. Yeah. But, you know, every, everybody has their own, uh, own, own path. What, what about you, Christian? Well, I kind of like my, I guess my teenage years was growing up in the Blue Mountains, like a part of a place kind of like a hour or two west of Sydney. Um, and there was like lots of like young kind of, well, lots. There was probably like a handful of like five or so young local bands that would play in these kind of community halls all the time. And they were basically like Ramones cover bands and Misfits cover bands, more or less like, um, and that kind of got me really inspired and into it. And I made friends with a lot of those guys. Okay. And um, we, start, we started the band from kind of from there. But right. just doing all like, you know, misfit songs and things like that. Yeah, but how'd you so, pick yeah. your instrument? Uh, well, I was at the time I was just singing because like I had no idea how to play an instrument and no real desire to whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but then down the track I ended up kind of just from being in rehearsal rooms, you know what I mean? Picking sure. up guitars, mucking around and playing. I call them practice pads because actors rehearse. We practice. You know, I've yet to go. see somebody who's going to go shoot some hoops, you know, practice uh, basketball and say we're going to rehearse some basketball. You don't rehearse basketball. <laughs> and then uh, remember Alan Iverson getting <laughs> angry about that, that quote? I remember. Oh, oh you, you. So you know some hoop. All right. Yeah, he had. He was. Didn't he have a rap thing? His name was Jules or something. Yeah, I we, think that, that was his rap probably. name. 
<laughs> Probably not his most memorable moment, but yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that guy could th- thread the needle. He was, he was, he could post. Amazing. He could post real good. Okay, but look. If you ask me, singing is an instrument too. Your voice, you know, it's probably the first instrument. Either that or no, maybe the feet, drums. Maybe Mitch got you beat. Look, I want to play a Gabbertron. A Gabbertron. <laughs> Driving 
the social media game It's gone flat And now it's driving a shame
my things and stride up to your fall. How you been? Slow down, slow down. I wanna understand you. Have you talked to your mama? Last time I saw her, all she did was cry. Yeah, she'll come on by. Did you know that sleep don't come no more for me? Not the way it don't come for you. You look five years older, but it's been twenty-seven days. Don't know what to say. Kind of feeling dazed, and I sort of feel betrayed. Don't know what to say. Slow down, slow down. I'm trying to understand you. You reminded me of your mama when she was punch drunk, standing naked in the street, all alone, defeated. Did you know that sleep don't come no more for? I'm 
yell on a Friday night Chair on the back, nowhere to hide But down the face, pissed down my leg What kind of man treats a boy like that? The kind of man that's just pathetic and sad Or cares what a more grown-up dad Knock at the door, who the fuck could be that? In kind of circles So I don't deserve said Whatever you want the dirt Whatever the hurt or man That I'll do 22 life in the hole That I'll do 22 life That I'll do 22 life in the hole for you Let's marry up the telly on the ward How many times can a kid have a fall? Where the dogs hold you country be a fall What's with the bag and the valley and the saw? Don't get me wrong, I can never shift the blame But what you took, what you took it well away 20 years of misery and pain That in a flame that can never be replaced In kind of circles So my doctors have said I put in you on the ground Feel the hurt all men But I'll do 22 life in the hole I'll do 22 life And I'll do 22 life in the Show. We just heard uh, the beginning of that chunk of music, Gabatron, which is, uh, I've been enlightened to the fact that it could possibly be a get in the ring intro song for WWF or WWE, I think they're called now, uh, wrestling intro. Then we had uh, from South London, Crushed by Pimps with Meenan. And from Cleveland, I am the Polish Army with You Don't Know. Uh, Kay from uh, Black Flag with uh, Devin Hoff, a two-bass prize they got. Used to be with Nels Klein uh, singers. Uh, and, and the song is named after her, Kira. She got a an Oscar for the Mad Max, not the original one, but the one a couple of years ago. She does sound now for uh, movies and TV and shit. Uh, Blurt, yep, from England. I got to talk to Ted Milton last month. Beneath Discordant Skies, great cat. He's in his 70s, still doing gigs. Much respect. Guided by Voices, Bob Pollard's 102nd album. You guys only got 101 more to go, right? <laughs> Catch up. Good morning, sir. And from Glasgow, still houseplants. You okay? And the fiction, out of long, he's just got the late Josh Fursell. Something he did, did before untimely passing. And by the way, we lost uh, my good buddy Richard fucking Bonnie. lost his little brother Steve. Uh, beautiful cat. I never get used to losing people. It's hard. And finally, 92 by Low Life. Now, I was guessing maybe this is a, a date of birth. No, it's oh. an interesting, it's a bit of a combination of things. I used to live in a house and the house number was 92. Ah, okay. 
Yeah, it was just a guess. It was just a guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm 57, <laughs> like 1957. <laughs> Sputnik. Sputnik. Uh, Okay, let's get back to uh, your journey through music, you guys. So, uh, Christian, since you got in the bands first, because you were around a bunch of dudes that were playing, or not a bunch, but at least some, and Mitch, you know, with Man Alone, probably playing the records, right, Mitch? Yeah, I was just thinking back to what records they were. and um, Probably wasn't Billy (laughs) Cobb. What's that? Probably wasn't Billy Cobham. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I saw him with Bob Vista Orchestra when I was a teenager. He had three kick drums. It's not like he played them all at the same time. It was the way his body was turned. He could always play two. That's wild. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you like to fucking schlep that gear around, though, man? You need two boats. <laughs> oh, imagine that. That's our most hated thing is moving equipment. Like, oh, yeah, that's the, it's the drummer's dilemma. And with bass, our yeah. shit's getting light. I got these boxes now from Brighton in, in England. A 1,200-watt speaker box that weighs 40 pounds. A fucking 1,500-watt wow. amp, crown amp, seven pounds. <laughs> My whole fucking well, thing weighs as much as one 410 I used to do, you know. That's what old punk spot is, light little shit that's loud. That's anyway, uh, Christian, some of these bands you were in, uh, did you guys ever uh, record? No, not with stuff back then. Like, yeah, oh, we probably did some little like four track recordings to okay. tape and stuff from. Do you remember you your first I mean? gig? Did this band have a name? Yeah, it was called Meat. Meat. <laughs> I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but as I said, it was more, it was just like kind of like doing lots of like Misfits covers and like. Um, there's a, do you know the band The Hard-Ons, the Australian Sure, we, I got to play with them once in uh, Ravenna, Italy. They were trying to get into the country, no, via Switzerland. The Swiss wouldn't let them in because the van they rented had bald tires, which is smart, you know. Yep. So they get new tires. But then the fucking, <laughs> they get in the country, but then the van catches fire and burns everything. So they used our gig, they, yeah, f- yeah, fucked up. It's so Australian, but you reckon it's so like, I, I think they got back together, right? Yeah, yeah, they they still play shows and like they've got like a bit of a different lineup, but then they've got the original lineup with an extra guy now. So okay, yeah, they were a trio when I played with them. Yeah, so but, um, yeah, so we do that kind of stuff and some Meat Men covers and some of it. It was just fun, oh Tesco. You know, like, Tesco, Tesco, yeah, yeah. He had a great uh, fanzine too called Touching God. It turned into a label name or something, but it was a fanzine. He's a teacher up in, uh, I think, Michigan. Uh, All right. So, do you remember your first gig with Meat? Yeah, like I said, we used to play in these like kind of like weird community halls, like up in the Blue Mountains, and it would just be like almost some Lord of the Flies situation. <laughs> Kids would just take over this like empty <laughs> space with a PA for the night. And <laughs> Lord of the Flies, <laughs> not Lord of the Dance. Yeah. No, <laughs> that was Mitch. Mitch was Lord of the Dance. We were Lord of the that Flies. That was me. Yeah. yeah and you're talking <laughs> about the book by William Golden. There was a really kind of movie made of it in the early '60s in England where they used all amateur, like little kids as, for the actors. It's a scary I've fucking a movie. It was yeah. When I was uh, yeah, 14. Yeah. My English teacher, she was wild. She was um, 
which is kind of the only teacher I ever had that would like kind of was um I don't know took any time you know you know we've all had one or two like that sure sure and she made it she made us watch Lord of the Flies and I was like wow <laughs> this is it is it is quite um unnerving that film though isn't it it's quite totally. Yeah. It totally so, is. And what's trippy, when the adults come, all of a sudden they turn, they go right back. Right, So, so yeah. strange. Uh, yeah, that's very, uh, it, uh, Mr. Golden points out life ain't so simple. <laughs> it ain't so simple. It ain't so gentle. <laughs> it ain't so gentle. So what about you, Mitch? Do you remember your first gig? Uh, let me think. Yeah, I, I think I I think I do. Um, I would have been, I moved to Sydney okay. and I would have been maybe about like 17 or 18. Okay. And there was a, there was a venue called um, the Oxford Art Factory. Okay. And it, and it just, it just opened and the whole sales pitch was, it was like a, a, a bit of a Hacienda vibe, you know? Um, Hacienda? And yeah. Like that's, that's like a, that's like a plantation from the old uh, Spain era here. <laughs> yeah. You remember the Hacienda, the club that Factory Records did in the seventies um, in Manchester. Manchester. Oh, oh, oh! You're not talking about the real word, okay? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Rancho Hacienda, Rancho. It's it's like a farm, a big plantation. The Hacidad is the boss, you know. Okay, okay. I, I think I know what you mean. I, I saw a movie. Uh, it it was a guy who uh, made the uh, Joy Division records and. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Maybe he kind of narrates it. Uh, he narrates, or an actor playing him narrates it, or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, I saw this movie. It's called uh, All Night People, or something. Twenty. Yeah, is it twenty four hour party people? Yeah, maybe it was that. Yeah. Yeah. My memory's Um, terrible. I'm sorry, Mitch. So, so you're at you're at this Oxford uh, art factory, and 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 they're saying that they're kind of a. A variation of this England dance club. Well, it was yeah, that was the pitch. You know what I mean? And um, it was like, uh, I, I mean, it was it was funny because um, looking back on it, um, it was it was quite a big moment because it was one of those times where it was like coming from that area, the small town, moving to a big city, and then doing that for the first time. It was kind of like, oh well, maybe you can, uh, maybe it can be done. You know, like you can just kind of do it and you don't have to. And I was, I wasn't playing drums. I was singing, you know, and I, and, um, no, it was, it was all right. I mean, what was that band? That was, um, Nevada Strange. Oh, cool. That was my first band. Nevada Strange. It was a little bit, uh, very birthday party influence. Ah, great band. I got to see him once at the Roxy. Oh, wow. Wow. It it wasn't the one with, uh. The Phil guy on drums. This is where Mick went over to drums, so they only had Roland on guitar. But they had Tracy, you know, and, and, and they were incredible. Uh, we'll they talk- did a Stooges song. They did Loose. Yeah. Wow. We were talking about Tracy last night, and oh, uh, I was on the phone to a, a, a good friend of mine who it turns out that um, he was best mates with Tracy and uh, and also uh, Christian's friends with uh, Tracy's wife or ex-wife. Yeah. Wow. And uh, yeah, but like we're talking that that was the first record I used to drum to was um, the birthday party greatest hits, which coincidentally was uh, Christian like was a, a record when Christian bought when he was about sixteen, 
as well. The one um, we were really into was Prayers on Fire. Oh, that's that's my favorite. Oh yeah. man, and then, then there's some singles too, like Mr. Clarinet. Oh, uh, that's my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the friend, the friend catcher, huh? Oh, hee haw, hee haw. I mean, that shit is so bitching. And Trace was beautiful. Uh, there's a video of him at a German gig. He's playing bass, and this dude starts pissing on the stage, and he boots him. <laughs> Ever see that? <laughs> Look, we're at the end of the first hour, March 16, 2019 edition of Wapito Show. Special guest, Low Life from Sydney. Hold tight for hour two. March 16, 2019, it's the second hour. Wapito Show. <laughs>
Yeah.
electrical units, words enshadowed, enslaved by the sun, rancid music falling away, quietly splashing like mercurous droplets against white paper. The ability, able, to create in one. Of 
looking for a spark before it gets too dark. Sugar mama, sugar mama Sugar mama, please come back to me Sugar mama, sugar mama Sugar mama, please come on back to me Now bring my granulated sugar Try to ease my misery about your sugar Sugar mama they've been bragging all over town You know they've been bragging about your sugar Sugar mama they've been bragging all over town
She's coming round 
For Pedro, so we start off the second hour with uh, Glamour from Low Life. So, what's Glamour to you guys? Oh, it's actually our favorite song on the album. At okay, the, at the <laughs> moment, yeah, um, because it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, I, I it's almost because it's like uh, we tried to blend all this um, hideous kind of all, all like things that we liked in music and uh, thought it couldn't we couldn't blend them together mashed them all together and we felt like we pulled it off but it's kind of like um i don't know it's kind of ridiculous in a way like we um <laughs> like we like we love it but yeah. we do realize that we do realize it sounds like ozzy osbourne jamming with sonic youth or something we're aware you know i've got a yeah. song uh needle drop in the third hour i'm gonna play and they t- actually titled their song sonic youth so don't worry. And, well, and and look, I don't know if you ever heard uh, Glenn Branca or Reese Chatham, but uh, everybody, you know, owes somebody. So don't worry about that. You know, you yeah, can write a very original novel and not invent one word. Yeah, or you can yeah, do yeah, Finnegan's exactly. Wake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Make up most of it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Then we had uh, Or Extract from uh, Canada, French part, doing Four Winds, Old Heart, Ignity and death, or no dignity and death, ignity. Oh, what you idiot! And globe amp after that with globe globe lamp. They were, she was on the show last a uh, couple days ago. Blinded. That's Liz Lafay. Taff Falco, great cat. Brand new album, and a tune Sugar Mama Blues. Got to do a Christmas album with him in Memphis. Hundred degrees in the summertime. The fucking mosquitoes were like murder. Okay. <laughs> the details after that from Romania with uh, for anyone to claim Telomere Repair I think they're Long Beach I'm playing there tonight with the Dills the fucking Dills beautiful band right. Yeah, we lost Tony last May he's huge influence on me and a, a tune called O'Connor Live uh, Deletions Poverty Police of Philly and then finally Low Life with Rave Slave this got something to do with the with dancing again yeah, it does. Yeah, that one does. Yeah, it, it's like influenced by a lot of um, like we're particularly me and Dizzy and Yuta, um, when we were going to a lot of raves and that. And um, yeah, the, it's a it's a little uh, what would you call it? Little uh, little rom com, you know? Like, like it's like Love Actually set in a set in a rave. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like that uh, movie that. Yeah, that hacienda thing you were talking about. Oh, so, yeah. now, okay. So <laughs> let, let's let's get to low life. How did you guys start? How did you meet each other? Well, uh, we started in this squat that we we're living in, and um, it was originally with a, a different lineup. And Utah, who rejoined, um, he started playing drums in the group, and there was four of us, and um, we we it was just kind of like um, who's the fourth? There's you, Christian. Uh, no, no, it was me, Yuda, and uh, my mate Chris Collar. It was his birthday two days ago, so big shout out to him. Okay, happy and, birthday. Uh, and my mate Finn, who played in my first band, and um, yeah, and we we did that. We did a, a, a cassette tape, and um, we just kind of like uh, I don't know. It was it was it was. It you just mean the band happened. came together 
guys living in the same pad. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, kind of, let's make a band. That kind of idea. It, it wasn't even let's make a band. It was like, oh, what are you doing now? And it's like nothing. Oh, do you want to have a jam? Yeah, we should set up that four track. And then it was like that. And then it, it, we did it. We did a crime cover as well. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, his he, name? Uh, Helios Creed. I've gotten to do yeah. a bunch of gigs with him. Yeah. He was oh, living in Long Beach, where I'm playing tonight. Yeah, I think. No way. Yeah, Peachy Way. No, I, I think he's still living there and stuff. He did a record a couple years ago. Wow. But anyway, so, so your first stuff was uh, covering Chrome. Well, we we wrote all of our own songs, and and there was just a jam, and then I would I came and like would write all lyrics over the top of it, get sure. everyone to do gang vocals and that, and then um, uh, we did a Chrome cover. We did like one or two shows, which were d disastrous. And then uh, why, why were they disastrous? Well, one one time the sound guy turned the turned us off, and we, <laughs> we just the drummer kept playing. Yeah, and uh, I I socked him in the face, and uh, uh, it was like it was just kind of like it turned into a, a brawl, really. And then so we did like two shows that were like that, and then you mean the sound uh, man turned the sound off at the second gig too? Yeah, uh, the second gig. Uh, I think, well, what happened was Yuta, he, he, um, he turned up eating K, like he had a bought KFC and, uh, he, he didn't want to share it. So he ate it in the, the toilet of the, of the, of the venue. In the toilet? And then, oh, the bathroom. Yeah. yeah. The bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the kitchen. Over here, we call the actual think you dumped the shit in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know over overseas. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more of a room, a chamber with you guys. With us, it's the actual vessel. Yeah, just the, the bath. Yeah, the bath. Yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the tiny so, round bathtub. Or exactly. you could uh, what do we call it when you're puking your brains out? Calling up Ralph on the big white telephone. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So we did. So we did. Uh, so he's hiding the chow. He's chowing in the head. Because yep. he don't want to share. He don't want to share. And, like, because uh, at that time, like, the lifestyle we are living was pretty wild. And he didn't, uh, like, if anyone got any food, it was, like, a big thing. You know what I mean? Like, it was, like, if <laughs> you, got, you got KC, it was, like, you, like. You're living like a king. Yeah. Like, that was, a, that was a moment for you and no one else, you know. And, and we got into a bit of a thing about the KFC. And um, which is, I mean, I got news for you. That ain't the best kind of chicken, man. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. People yeah. line up in lines in Tokyo on Christmas Day to eat that shit. Oh, I'm telling them, man. Fucking churches or Popeyes is barenet shit. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't mind Popeye. Uh, I, we don't have it here though. Um, but I, I would hit it up if we did. A friend. Of the <laughs> Uh, my uh, mate of ours, um, who's kind of like the secret member of Low Life, he, he does all the photography and stuff. He we call him the chicken connoisseur because anywhere in Sydney, you ask him anywhere, any suburb, where's the best chicken, and he'll tell you. He you knows, know, like straight yeah. away. Those are very, very you know. valuable connects. I want to play this song, Crash. What's this about? A car crash? Um, or is it about being tired? It was loosely based on um, J.G. Ballard's book, Crash. Oh, yeah. And I kinda, okay. I, yeah, I kind of reappropriated the, the story. Repurposed uh, or the, it. Or the idea. Yeah.
car The price is cheap Young men die for What?
Take the telephone off the hook.
Baby 
Okay, here we go. Live from Pedro's show. Yeah, we started off that chunk off of Crash. And uh, inspiration was J.G. Ballard, incredible writer. V. Vales, big uh, support of his stuff of the research publications up in the city. Then uh, we had Sun Watchers and Eugene Chadbourne, Dr. Dr. Huge, Professor Huge, doing a Minutemen song, Price Paradise, Mini Beast with the uh, drummer of Mission of Burma, Peter. He's living in Provtown now, Iken Sermon. The coat hangers with Stasher. I think two of them are Atlanta and one is living in SoCal now. Uh, and then finally, Daco Jones, Lipstick City. He's out of Toronto. Uh, so, Christian, when do you make the entry? Into the band? <laughs> yeah. I guess, uh, I guess me and Mitch played in another band beforehand for a little while. And um, What band was that? Also, it was like a garage kind of rock band called the Disbelievers. Disbelievers. Uh, yeah, and it was and also the drummer, the current drummer in Low Life was in that band too. But like we, we played in that for a little bit together and then I quit and then wasn't really playing any music or anything. And then Mitch gave us, me a call one day asking for that drummer's number because the drummer had just left Low Life. Okay. And um, I gave him the number, and then he rang back probably about two hours later going, actually, do you want to play bass for Low Life? And I said no, but then he said that he'd um, asked if I could fill in for a gig with a band at um, Black Wire Records. Remember that show? Oh, no. With Slug Guts. They're like, um, so I filled in for that show and then just kind of stayed in the band. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. Wow. So I wasn't originally going to do it all the time, but then just got stuck in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is. Like, so then we were, yeah. There's an old, uh, you know, uh, uh, people from Africa brought over this whole story about the tar baby, right? Uh, here to the U.S. And like the thing of the Br'er Rabbit and, and uh, Br'er Fox are always having this war, you know. So Br'er Fox makes this little baby out of tar, you know, with little clothes. And Br'er Rabbit walks by. Hey, how you doing? And of course the baby can't talk, so he thinks he's being rude, just starts socking him and shit. And of course it's tar, so the more he fights, the more he gets tangled up. So Br'er Fox thinks he has him. But the thing about rabbits, they uh, they can, uh, uh, it's in a briar bush, it's with thorns, and they've got slippery fur. So he gets away from the fox. But the moral of the story is, sometimes, yeah, the more you struggle, the more you strangle. That's right, that's right. But I mean, like, um, yeah, so that was that would have been around about 2000. And, uh, but this ended up a good thing, though. That, that was a bad situation. We're talking about a good st- situation you got stuck in. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't want to say it was exactly like that. It, was just, it just reminded me of that. Of that kind it is simple, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, March 4th. No, March 16, 2019. Dishwap, Peter Show, special guest, Low Life, hold tight for hour three. March 16, 2019, it's the third hour. A lot from Pedro's show.
Searching on and on, searching on and on. 
Watch for Pedro Show. We start off the third hour with Lust Forever, Low Life, off the new album. Then the father figures with Scorsese is a hack. Whoa. That's kind That'd of... Be cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Henry Kaiser with Elliot Sharp after that with The Trouble with Hoichi. Disuse, uh, what's up with that? I, I got to do some John Coltrane with Henry Kaiser last month. Yeah. Total pants shooter. That's why I ask people about their first gigs. Because if I didn't have D. Boom with me, yeah, I, when I first started, and still I, I get scared out of my mind to do this shit. LHS after that with Full Circle, DMF after that with Big Muff, and finally National Debt with Radio Moscow, which is, uh, yeah, Crane, he lives in Idaho, uh, you to pimp, and, and by a town in Moscow, so that makes sense. Uh, so when did, so you did that one gig with them thinking it was going to be the only one, Christian, right? And then, so how long now have you been in the band? Well, that would have been like eight years ago, I guess. Okay, so a long time ago. So so yeah. you're fully 100% part of this new album, because I want to know about this new album. Where was it well, recorded? That, so before that, like, we did that we did that one gig, and then like within two, three weeks after that, we started writing the first record. Okay. And then we recorded that record quite quickly. And then so I was, yeah, from that first record, it was me, Greg, and Mitch. That was the new version of Low Life, I guess. And yeah, with this new record, it's us again. Yeah. And where was it recorded? The new one. It was in this little. It was a place called Marrickville in Sydney with this kid called Mickey Grossman. Uh huh. And it was in this tiny little, um, like sweat box of a room. <laughs> yeah, he did. Dad. He did a good job. Did a good job. Thank you. You know, he's had little interesting. A poor. Uh, my pop used to say, "A poor carpenter." Blames his tools. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, that's right. And an interesting fact about Mickey, his dad is Ricky Grossman from the Hoodoo Gurus. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So there you go. Yeah. Small world. Well, I was talking to this cat from Perth named Pex a couple of weeks ago. He has a band called uh, um, Zero Dent. And the guy who recorded their album, his uncle... It was uh, Brian Hooper, uh, the, the bass player who just passed away from Beast of Bourbon. Yeah, yeah. Which wow. is very sad. He was a beautiful guy. And also, uh, Spencer, yeah. they lost half their band. Tex. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that band, man. That that version of Psycho they do is fucking great. Nice. Yeah. I got to see them. I, I watched every one of their sets that they did opening for the Stooges five years ago, six years ago. Great. So, uh, now, you guys, did you have, before you got the sweat box, you had all the tunes written, or did you write in the studio? Yeah, yeah, we we had it all written, bar like one or two songs, I think. Like, but, um, yeah, all of it had been written beforehand. I, so, I so it was kind of quick then? Uh, I'd say, you don't yes. think it was, I'd say it was. Well, I don't really remember, but the, I couldn't finish any of the second verses, because my I had a stroke, and... Um, oh, damn. The, yeah, and the cognitive like part of my brain, like I couldn't do any like kind of problem solving or a lot of kind of creative problem solving. Sure, sure. So it took a long time to finish all the second verses because all the so, but we got there in the end. Okay, man. There's a guy in town here. In fact, I'm playing with him tonight. The last he had a stroke. He can't barely uh, hold a pick. He's a guitar man, singer, and oh. yeah, that, that's. 
That's really heavy. Uh, what does RBB stand for? Uh, red black block. It's a it's a um, it's kind of uh, well. There's a team. There's a football team called Western Sydney Wanderers, okay. and um, the red black block is the um, that's like the the members uh, or the or the ultras like the fanatics. And, you mean um, like uh, fans, supporters? Yeah, yeah, but extreme fans. You know, like uh, knuckleheads. Yeah, yeah, knuckleheads, knuckle yeah. buffheads. Yeah. <laughs> but they're, they're like the that 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 club um, before they came about. West Western Sydney was really um, kind of divided culturally in terms of uh, football, yeah. and that team kind of brought all nationalities and cultures together. And um, so the the and and it's also they're all about um, mischief. As well, so um, it's like a collect, collect, collective um, group of mischief going on. Well, that, well, that, in England, they got some violent ones. They're called hooligans. Yeah, well, that's what they are. Yeah. Oh, okay. Long story short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's listen. Yeah. 
what you stand for and for the effort that you are making. And I say this not just for myself, but all over the world. And I hope you will often take heart from the knowledge that you are joined with your fellow young people in every land. They struggling with their problems and you with yours. But all join a common purpose. That like the young people of my own country and of every country that I have visited, you are all in many ways more closely united to the brothers of your time than to the older generation than any of you. We determined to build a better future. President Kennedy was speaking to the young people of America, the beyond men to young people everywhere. And he said, the energy, the faith, the devotion that we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it, and the glow from that fire will truly light the world. He added, with a good conscience, our only sure reward. Welcome, one and all, 
Waffle Pedro Show, RBB, Low Life. After that, Stan was survived. I think the guy doing the sound tonight in Strong Beach is uh, in the band Stan. He also does uh, sound for X. Needle Drop of Sonic Youth, like I told you. Uh, Groove Creator, Groove Crater Method out of uh, up in the mountains here, Big Bear. That's Phil with Loose Booty on Third Stone. And finally, Low Life with The Pits. Now over here, when we say The Pits, man, that's that's Low Life. That's, you know, you've hit bottom, right? What's it mean for you guys? Similar thing. Yeah, <laughs> similar. Like, but it, it's sort of like, you say, ah, that's the, that's the pits, isn't it? You know, or, you know why I asked? Uh, because the first time Minuteman, you know, I went to England was with the Minuteman Black Flag. And I remember the, the, the pits coming up. And this guy used it, a guy from over there, for uh, mines where dudes dug for coal. Yeah. I've heard that before. Yeah, yeah. and they were all getting closed at that time. It was Margaret Thatcher. So that's what it reminded me of. I I kind of figured your uh, definition was like ours. Uh, What's your plan now? You going to tour? Yeah, what's it like to tour in Australia? (laughs) Jesus. It's a fucking nightmare. (laughs) Like Canada. I I, I, I haven't yet played maritime. I mean, you guys big some big lands with a lot of space in between. I guess the space in between each capital city, like if you were somewhere like the States or yeah. in Europe or whatever, you could probably stop at 10 places in between. Exactly. But Absolutely. <laughs> we've Absolutely. just got A to B, basically. A to B, that's <laughs> it. Yeah, but um, the shows, like, the shows are, like, you know, Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne. We've never done Adelaide, Adelaide or, like, Perth. Or, like Perth or anything, but... um. But yeah, each city's got a different vibe, so at least there's a difference, you know. And when you do um, Brisbane and when you do Melbourne, you guys drive. No, no. we usually fly because okay. it's. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just asked. I just asked. Yeah, uh, I heard about these guys talk about driving. They go from Adelaide to Darwin. You know, these big oh, hell rides. Yeah, big giant <laughs> semi trucks. They run over kangaroos and they all burn up on the transmissions and shit. I heard some yes. weird old stories. I think that we could die if we did that. Like, I think it, like a lot of um, what I imagine that being is just like Mad Max. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. So okay, so you'll do you'll do the three East Coast cities, and then of course Sydney's got suburbs and stuff, and you can, can play around there and stuff. And, yeah. and, and then what's the next plan? Work on another record? Yeah, yeah. We, we, we are you thinking that far? Are you thinking that far ahead? Yeah, again. Are you thinking that far ahead? Like, let's get another record Absolutely. going. Well, as soon as this, like, I particularly like my whole uh, hang up is that by the time the record's done, I'm already like, oh, what's next? You know what I mean? Like, I sure. want to move, move on. Right. Um, it's called ADD or something, right? OCD or something. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Where can people find you on the internet? Uh, all, we're available on all platforms like Spotify, Apple Music. Yeah, but is there a special low life website? Uh, there used to be a blog, but we're just um, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram. What's I know, Instagram? but that's other people's telephone poles you're, you're stapling flyers to. You guys got to get your own website so you have your own fanzine. That's just a suggestion. Why? That's a good idea. I th- uh, I'm not saying don't put your flyers on those other telephone poles, but have a have a home base. 
That's fancy. a good idea. You know, yeah. no filter, no middleman. That was the whole idea of the movement, right? It wasn't really about yeah, that. It's permitted. It makes a lot of sense. You, get kind of, you know what? You get kind of, Go ahead, Mitch. Oh, sorry. I was just saying, like, um, we find all that shit really confusing. Like, what you meant to – like, what the – the status quo expects like we don't understand a lot of that shit but <laughs> having your, your own website we you don't have to deal with anyone That's or right. like cater to anything sounds good okay it's been a big honor for me having you on the show thank you so much uh, i love the like story you, i want you to keep on keeping on and you, you made a great record here i can't wait for the next one can we talk again when you make it absolutely for sure okay. man for sure thank you christian thank you mitch uh, and, and tell greg uh Hi, too, in Abstania. Will do, man. Will do. He's a big fan. I'm right back. Uh, March 16, 2019, edition of Wife for Pedro Show, special guest Low Life. Everybody out there, keep your powder dry. <laughs>